The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, John Fardy, presenter of Screen Time, of course, six o'clock on a Saturday, but on podcast as well. All the latest happenings, TV favourites, uh, box sets, and so on, in the item here on the PK Show, Boxed. What have you got for us today? Hello and Happy New Year and it's lovely to see you again. I I thought I'd do that, you know. Get the pleasantries out of the way. Yeah, exactly, get them out of the way. I chose this specifically for you because, you know, normally I bring in these high-end prestige dramas but it's not going to work with you. Artistic shite, yeah. Sure it's not, exactly. (laughs) It's in French. So I I figured this would be right up your alley but this is great. This is called Mission to Burnley. It's on Sky Documentaries and Now TV. I interviewed the makers of it so I watched the whole thing in one sitting. It's four parts, and as the name implies, it's about Burnley Football Club. And it's their season, the season before last, when they sacked Sean Dyche and brought in Vincent Company. And what you have is access to the like I've never quite seen before in a sports documentary. They are in the boardroom to the point that you are hearing players' salaries and they're not even beeped out. Now, what makes Burnley very interesting is they are owned by an American owner, Alan Pace, right? Now, you have certain ideas about what an American owner might be. This guy is a member of the the Church of the Latter-day Saints. He's a Mormon. His father was in Burnley in the 60s as a preacher. And he has this desire to take on Burnley and get it to the Premiership. And of course he's interested in money and all that. But as this documentary shows, he feels, and the title suggests Mission to Burnley, that this is a almost God-given thing that he needs to make Burnley succeed. So it starts with Dyche being sacked. It starts with him walking the streets of Burnley and people coming up calling him a Yankee rat and horrible stuff like that. And then Vincent Company... He was on a team in Manchester City. No, he was, he City, was captain I've fantastic for Man, Man City, yeah. City, and, and he was there City for the first fan, Premiership win. Fourth at the moment Mancini. in Chile. Fourth, Man, just to be clear. That's only temporary. Yeah. Uh, the, but the, 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 the first win with Mancini, he was absolutely a legend yes. in the Etihad. So they bring him in as a manager. And, and he'd only had one job on the continent yeah. before. He was fairly rookie manager. Absolutely. But he's a fascinating kind of guy. Like, this was the guy who was kind of, and, and you hear stuff like this, that on, you know, on the bus to matches in the Etihad and other places, he was reading Nelson Mandela's biography, someone said. He's a really deep thinker who's one of those people who thinks about football in a kind of global way almost. The way you think about screen stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that yeah, kind of stuff. Because you have a degree you know, in philosophy. It's a master's, right? I tell you every time. Like, I'm, I'm thinking of getting a t-shirt when I come in here. It's a master's MA. Right. Master of Arts. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> MA. So I better bring you a clip. Okay. Yeah. So this is Alan Pace talking to Vincent Company. Now, Vincent Company has had certain amounts of tragedy in his life over the years. Take a listen to this. What's What's been the hardest thing that you've had to come back from I think I think the hardest thing would have to be, yeah. There was definitely it was, I was I was twenty twenty years old. I just came back from my third big injury, and then I signed for a new club, which was Hamburg. It was the uh, most expensive transfer of the history of the club. Um, big announcement. Uh, Hamburg was a Champions League team, and I t- and I tore my Achilles tendon. But it was all happening in a difficult period of time for me because at the same time. My sister got diagnosed with, uh, with cancer. My mother already had cancer and passed away in that time. Um, so we were also fearful that my sister could pass away. And at the same time, I was injured for eight to nine months with a lot of criticism as well in the media. 
a lot of uh, disappointment from the fans, from the club, and living on my own for the first time. So all of that kind of piled into the same moment. Yeah, I am fascinated about this because I've been to Burnley. Yeah. I haven't been to Turf Moor where, okay. the, where the stadium is. But actually, it's a very dreary north of England, Lancashire town where you, you really, you worry, it's not a destination place. <laughs> no. So to make it sexy is good. Yeah, it is. I'm not sure if they make it sexy. They make it very, although your view of what sexy is and mine are very different. Well, I mean successful, but, really. Yes, well, but, but what they do brilliantly in this is show, this is probably, and I've never been to Burnley, but the most important thing for most people in that part of the world, they absolutely adore this place. People get their mm. ashes scattered there. There's Blackburn you, is the same. They, there's real deep loyalty yeah. and affinity to the club. And they kind of hated this man, Alan Pace, and they go to love him. And it's no spoiler. They get promoted and it is joyful. And I always say about great sports documentaries, you have to, the really great ones, you don't need any interest in sport because it's human endeavour. That's all it's about. So this, in a way, could be about anyone, even though it's very much... But there is a sting in the tail that... um Sean Dyche yeah. has gone on to Everton. Yes, he's my so- beloved Everton. Yeah, he's sorted out the defence. Now, leaving aside, actually thought very unfair, the uh, points uh, deduction and so on. Yes. But Dyche has done a good job. Absolutely. Uh, right. I yeah. mean, was it right to get rid of Dyche? No, I don't think so from Burnley, but we're awfully glad to have him now. Now, the victories have been a bit in <laughs> the last few weeks, mm. but I think he's going to steer us in the right way. And I, I, I hate to say this on national radio, but I think we're going to survive despite the points deduction yeah, as yeah. well. You know? um, so, uh, anything decent on screen time this week? Always, always. There's a great English actor called Johnny Flynn who's in a great new movie Who? called One Life. Johnny Flynn. Okay. Pe- well people known. will know him. Never people heard will know. Him. This is something you'll be very interested <laughs> in. We have all the week's new releases and all that. But Leo Enright chats about his oh, favourite movie. The, my, my, my astrologer friend. Yes, I think <laughs> he's technically a space commentator and he doesn't, you know, predict... Leo is going to have a winful year. Or sure, Leo and I are related through drink. You don't know that, but anyway. So, so, so is you, Johnny Flynn. Yeah, Johnny Flynn. Uh, yeah, where's he based? All, Hollywood all, or all where? The weeks. He's in England at the moment. Do you know who I have next week? Oh, George Clooney. Seriously? Yep. And it's already done. Is that a so few clips? Unless I a lose the files, seven right. minutes. Right. How did yeah. you land that? Ivan, these people come to me now. You know. Right. You know? Say no more. <laughs> Say no more. You see, John Fardy has become a legend in his own lifetime. A lot of people have to die to be a legend. in my own head. OK. Right, a reminder that... Oh, thank you, John Fardy. And thank do you. tune in, 6 o'clock, or go on the podcast to get it whenever... The Pat Kenny Show. With Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am. On News Talk.